Greetings and salutations, Internet. Welcome again to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. Back at it once again. Nobody expected it, but from the top rope, there it is. We are here once again on the Internet doing our podcast. I am the younger of the two brothers. My name is Evan Shelley. I'm, I'm bringing the high energy today. I, I've, got, I've got it high. I'm coming hot and fast. Hell you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm people's elbow, you know, just dropping it straight down. Just boom. You know? Right. Well, if, if WWE it, princess. Absolutely. But if you want to go, like, from the top rope, you need to go with, like, the Macho Man elbow drop. Or my personal favorite, the Rob the Rob Van Dam five-star frog splash. That man, <laughs> that dude would jump, like, three-quarters of the way across the fucking <laughs> ring. He, he was oh, an incredible man. athlete in his fucking prime, man. Rob Van Dam was my absolute favorite wrestler there for a while. Well, I, I think that's one of those things that, like, you know, people are like, oh, WWE, it's all fake. And I'm like, yeah, it's fake. But these people are still, like, amazing athletes. Oh, yeah, you know? 100%. Like, they're still in fucking top-tier shape. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is fake. That doesn't make it any less enjoyable. <laughs> like, it doesn't oh, need- God. But and yeah, they're all it's it's sports entertainment. That's like what they call it, you know. Like yeah, there's 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 a soap opera aspect to it, but there is some athleticism, man. Those motherfuckers I are strong it. as shit and take chairs to the face and shit. Oh goddamn! Did you ever see Rey Mysterio six one nine? Of course you did. What the fuck am I saying? Many many times. God damn, that shit was so cool. It was, man. I saw Shane McMahon, the the son of Vince McMahon. I you had to love Shane O'Mac back in the day. That's what he, that's what he called himself, Shane O'Mac. You know, but oh, um, yeah. But like Vince was never afraid to ask somebody to do something as long as he was willing to do it. Like one time he asked somebody to jump off their little platform that you know, like when they came out from behind the curtain under the screen or whatever, at the yeah. to- at the top of the ramp. Well, uh, there was a section where it just you know drops off to the floor or whatever. You know, the ramp was built. the The stage was built up probably like fifteen feet, and the bit like. They were going to, somebody was going to get tossed into a dumpster. And the dude was like, I came in early that day to practice and I saw Vince there and he was throwing himself into it to make sure it was safe. So like Vince wasn't afraid to be like, oh no, I'll get my hands dirty. You know, like I'll, I'll do the work like, you know, just once. But like, uh, although I'm sure he never took like, well, he did take a few chair shots to the head, but man, Mick Foley took like 50 of them that Royal Rumble one time. Uh, but either way, I digress. So, so Shane O'Mac though comes in and he decides that he's, like, trying to do the most. Like, he takes the biggest bumps at pay-per-views. I saw that dude, like, fall, like, 70... Well, uh, he might have done, like, an elbow drop or something. Like, 70 feet off the fucking Titantron. It was insane. Damn. Yeah. The, and that guy was the son of, like, a multimillionaire or billionaire at the time. He didn't have to do that shit, but that dude was an adrenaline junkie. Like, I want to be part of the show. Like, I'm going to make myself... Like, I know I'm the boss's son, and so I get to be part of the show just for asking, but, like, I'm going to earn my spot in there. Like I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the biggest fucking spot of the night. Shane, it's Shane. My God, it's look, man. I'm on board with this, but je, 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 Jesus, dude. Yeah, no, he was pretty cool back in the fucking day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the the late '90s, early 2000s, the Attitude Era. That was that was my personal favorite uh, of wrestling. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, God, when, uh, so, I'm going to ask you a question as someone who is, I'm not super well-versed in, mm. like, you know, the, the pro wrestling scene. Would The Rock have been big, like, 90s, 2000s? Was that his sort of era? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he was, him and Stone Cold were, like, the kings of the Attitude Era. Uh, you also had, um, Mick Foley was a big part of that. Uh, fucking, uh, Triple H, HBK, a lot, a lot of that, yeah. The Undertaker was still big then. <sighs> But yeah, the rock. Well, but yeah, the rock really came into it like during the Attitude Era. Him, him, and Stone Cold. Oh man, well because so you know the rock, you know, got his start in professional wrestling and then moved on to do you know film and TV as it were. Uh, his first movie because the, re- well, the reason I was thinking about this was because his first movie that he ever did, I'm pretty sure, was The Mummy Returns. It was in fact uh, The Mummy Returns. The- in 2001. Oh, God, that fucking CGI. Oh. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, hey, quick, quick shout out to The Rock for his seven-figure donation to the SAG-AFTRA strike fund. Oh, yeah. No, honestly, huge shout out to that. That is that is absolutely massive. We love you, Dwayne. You're, you're, you're super great, you know? Fucking yeah. Killing it. Thank you for using your uh, money for support of the good people. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. The, the, the Mummy <laughs> hey, Returns. Back to Mummy Returns. Um, that CG sucks, and the movie itself is not great. Um, I'll be honest with you. 
it's, it's got its moments. That CG will rip you right the fuck out of it, but... It will. Oh, God, it'll tear you clean out of that shit. God, so it's so fucking bad. Like, what I, the fuck was that? Like, I, who I looked no... at that in post-production and said, yeah, that's Somebody okay. Went. Yes. <clears throat> Good. I feel like what had to have happened was like they looked at it and went like somebody like leaned to somebody else. Do we have time to redo it? No. Shit. Ship it. Fuck it. <laughs> Do you think they'll notice? <laughs> They're gonna fucking notice. But like, we've already purchased the. We've already been promising this movie on this date. So like, eh, this has got to be it. Read. <laughs> is it, it, folks? Uh, I, I. I feel like I remember. I. I. So I have no way. You know, like back this up or anything but i feel like i do remember reading somewhere that like apparently uh the rock was supposed to have like a much bigger part in the movie but it slowly just got like chopped down to where he was like he was in the beginning and then he was at the end and that was it yeah and that... he wasn't really there at the end because the cg just yeah. went, uh, it's it's so <laughs> so fucking bad but yeah that's also what i heard but you know uh because of that though like they made the scorpion king movie which also not great not great no 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 it's it's bad and weird and slow i remember like watching it as a kid and going this is boring there's a hot lady on screen i don't even care about that i remember like How did you wanting... that i'm 12 right i remember wanting to be excited for it you know like come on uh, this is gonna be cool it's the rock you know he's gonna be doing this uh action movie and it's like ah this is, is kind of bad we should have just we should have just listened to the CGI from the Mummy Returns. Like it's gonna be bad, guys. It's just gonna be bad. It's gonna be a giant fucking CGI scorpion monster trying oh trying to do god. the people's eyebrow. And oh god, that's right, it did try to do that. Jesus, I for I for I forgot all about that. Ah uh, man, of the nightmares that I do remember, that's the funny thing. I don't really remember the plot to the movie, but I remember like the ending i remember the terrible cgi the rock scorpion monster and i remember uh imhotep falling to his death the kid was pretty annoying that's there's another part that i remember yeah i've i've he's i don't even fucker yeah no he had he had some bracelet on or something that was necessary to open some fucking tomb or something stupid some stupid ass plot, McGuffin. Rachel Weiss was also phoning it in pretty hard on that one. I'm not. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. From what I remember of it, at least. Yeah. Like. I, yeah, I don't even really remember her fucking performance. And Jesus, like, I saw the third one, but. Uh, oh, I, I forgot they made a third one. Oh yeah, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor with fucking Jet Li. Drag poor Jet Li into this shit. We dragged poor Jet Li into this. R- Rachel Weiss though had the uh, foresight though to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm out. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Right. But that oh was, yeah, that was one of like, uh, I feel like maybe, maybe one of Brendan Fraser's like class movies before, uh, he was gone before he had his Renaissance. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, most because like his physicality at that point was, um, uh, from what I understand was go, was doing, he was doing pretty bad physically. Like right, he just yeah. couldn't like keep up with like the physical sort of like aspects of it. Right. Yeah. All right, all right. Now hang on. So we're we're gonna pl- we're gonna play a little game here. It's it's everyone's favorite game of what is that Rotten Tomato score? We're gonna do the three movies we just mentioned. Right, what, what do is... you think the Rotten Tomato score? I have it up right now. I have it on Google. Mm-hmm. What is the Rotten Tomato score of Mummy Returns? Let's start with that one. The Mummy Returns. This is the highest of the three. This is highest of the three. Mummy two. Mummy Returns. Oh, what it's it's the highest. This is the highest of the three. Huh. Uh, eighty-seven. Ooh, see, you're still you're still swinging way too high. We'll give you one more. Sixty-three. It is forty-six. Jesus shit! Are you serious? <laughs> Mummy returns forty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That is the highest of the three. I want to remind you. What? The, you're telling me that the Mummy, the classic movie, the Mummy, is rated lower than what was that? Forty-six percent. Well, this is just Mummy Returns. Let's let's go to the Mummy. In fact, let's let's here we go. Let's 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 take let's take a look. See, shall we? Here we go. The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. All right, Mummy Returns was forty six. What is the Mummy? Forty. Sixty. I thought you said the Mummy Returns was the highest rated one. Well, see, I didn't have the Mummy up originally. Oh, I had to, I had to pull that one up. Oh, oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
Mummy right. is at 60. Mummy returns at 46. Let's go down uh, third one, uh, Scorpion King. What do you think that is? Oh, we're, we're going to do the Scorpion King? The Rocks we're movie? We're doing Scorpion King. Yeah, we're doing Rocks movie. Scorpion King, because again, I thought it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, 33%. Little off, it is forty-one. No shit. Yeah, no. Uh, I was I was gonna be honest, a little bit higher than I thought. Yeah, yeah. But the rock, the rock uh, carried that uh, a lot, you know. Uh, oh, uh, he adds at least ten percent, honestly. One hundred fucking percent. <laughs> All right, and here and here we go. Bottom of the barrel, the worst one of the whole bunch that we have pulled up. Mummy three, tomb of the dragon emperor. What do you think? Twelve percent. You are one off. It was thirteen. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever been. Holy shit. <laughs> One off 13%. Oh, oh, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, see, everybody knows how fucking bad that movie is. Because <laughs> that movie Woo. sucks. So bad. <laughs> so so bad. Woo. Man, that movie sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us again for this for this game that we love playing so much right, with our yeah. terrible terrible movies right what's that rotten tomato score oh my god <laughs> yeah no and if i'm being totally frank with you even as someone who has seen this movie once one time mm-hmm. 13 might be generous yeah maybe see, a little bit see that's the thing it's been a few years since i've seen it that's the thing i watched it and i was like oh i won't ever need to watch that again <laughs> because it's terrible yeah it's it sometimes i do rewatch like a terrible movie like is this still as bad as i remember like i've seen mortal kombat annihilation twice like oh, dude that movie's so terrible oh yeah look that one up i want to play that one oh my god okay yeah hang on here we go here we go uh mortal kombat uh annihilation nope that's not what i wanted there it is all right 1997 mortal kombat annihilation here we go oh my god what do you think it's at what do you think it's at 16 percent. my brother my dear brother in christ mm-hmm. it's four whoa <laughs> you four. know something told me to give it single digits but i was like i don't know maybe the mortal Kombat name like gave it a little boost nope oh four percent it earned that score it earned every single one of those fucking points man holy god four fucking percent yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that 100% makes sense because that movie is just fucking awful. However, so here so here's my thing about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies that it's so bad. It's so terrible and garbagey in every way. I can't help but love it and how god-awful it is. It's one of those so-bad-it's-good movies for me. Yeah, no, I can absolutely see the enjoyment for that. Like, if if it was on and somebody was watching it, I'd, I'd, uh, what do you call it when uh, you guys make fun? Riff. I'd riff on it. absolutely. Yeah, I'd riff on it. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Now you will die. You'll die. Yeah. Yeah, man, Yes. Yeah, no, that that movie is so fucking bad. It's so bad. Too bad you. God damn it, I forgot how fucking terrible that was. And it's got, um, old boy from, uh, Dexter. Dexter's dad. Wait, hold the fuck, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, oh god, who the, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of who the hell Dexter's dad was. Was that, um... God damn. Um, was it uh, Brian Thompson? Is that what you thinking of? I don't think it was Brian Thompson. Um, he was also in the Warriors. I know that much. Hang on, I'm looking at the cast list now. Um, do you know who he played in this in uh, Annihilation? Uh, Raiden. Uh, James Remar. Yeah, that's him. That's him. There we go. That's Dexter's dad. He was also in The Warriors, which is a fucking classic. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But yeah. uh, Yeah, no, he replaced Christopher Lambert as fucking uh, Raiden. God, that movie's just so terrible. 
Do you think anyone was proud of that? Like, did you think anyone like stepped away from that project, looked at it, and went, "Oh yeah, we made something good here." Lots of people worked on it, so the odds are at least one person did. <laughs> like, maybe somebody feels proud of it, you know, in the same way, you know, they're like, "Oh, well, at least people get a laugh out of it." <laughs> Uh, you know what? Fair, fair. Honestly, you know, it's uh, I feel like maybe like one person was like, you know what? I don't think it's that bad. And then they saw the Rotten Tomato score like years later. And like, oh, oh, yeah. I guess people hated it. Right. I don't know. I guess I guess I was the only one who felt that way. <laughs> oh my god, God, I I single digits, man. I don't think we've ever had one. That was in single digits before for uh, for the uh, Rotten Tomato score. No, uh, no, uh, look up. I think I think that's the only one. Oh Jesus Christ, four fucking percent. But yeah, no, that's that's absolutely a fitting score for that terrible, terrible movie, that abomination of film. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so to the good listening audience out there, if you have not seen it, <sighs> I encourage you to see it at least once. At least once. Everyone needs to see it at least once. I mean, do they though? Like, watch at your own risk, audience. Like, it, go you go in there expecting a four percent, you know? That's that's all I'm saying. Like, you go in there with that four percent knowledge and know that that is an earned score. Like, like yes, that score oh, is yeah, no, fucking no. correct. Abs no, absolutely, goddamn, Lutely. That's the thing. You go into it, you know, you know that it has four percent, and you look at yourself and you go. What am I willing to put up with today? Right? Is it four percent of a movie? <laughs> there, there's a, there's some kung fu fighting in it, so there's that. But like, it is absolutely proof that like you can have like a movie with a bunch of kung fu fighting and no plot, and it's like, oh, this, this should be better. This is this is bad. Oh wait, this is this is terrible. This right. is this is untenably terrible. Right. Actually, the, the writing is bad. The, the yeah, the, the effects are bad. Everything is bad here. And what is this story? Oh, Lord. Non-existent. Yeah, it is something. Oh, it's truly god-awful. Really is, really you, is. <laughs> you want to talk about a decent movie, though, adapted from something that I actually love. What's that? Um, and the reason that I bring this up is because it's getting something new, is Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Getting a new animated series. On Netflix, and I gotta be honest with you, it looks... It looks killer, you know. It, it looks really, really good. Right. It's uh, basically the same, same animation as uh, style as the comics. Oh, yeah. It's the graphic novels. Mm -hmm. um, and for those many, of you who don't how know. How many for, graphic novels are there? There are six. Oh. Um, and in fact, give me one sec because I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them real quick because I have them. I literally have them like, on my shelf. Uh -huh. So I can, can grab them. Right. For and reference. Hold them physically in my hands. You can't see it because it's, you know, it's an audio based medium. But right, you the, know the 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 visual uh, is not good for the the podcast format. But like, you can you can uh, shuffle some pages by the microphone. Yeah, in fact, hang on. Oh, uh, a little ASMR. I'll, I'll see if my mic will even pick it up on it. There we go. Yep. There we go. Mm -hmm. And know, so was, so so there is a book. There. Yep. There are um, the six graphic novels, which all actually have different names. Is a fun a fun thing for you for those who don't know. And also, fun thing for those who don't know, uh, who don't know about me, I am a huge, huge fan of Scott Pilgrim. Like, it is one of my favorite graphic novel series. I read these all the way back in high school, and they were, honest to God, like, they were actually extremely formative for me for, like, a lot of the early writing that I did. Mm -hmm. um, like, a lot of the stuff that I did, a lot of the like, humor, and a lot of the stuff that, like, really influenced a lot of my early stuff that still influences me came from Scott Pilgrim. So, seeing it get, like a an animated series that looks identical to the style of the graphic novels is like really really cool for me oh, um yeah. so because you know because the movie is fine i you know it's it for what it is being you know live action scott pilgrim it's fine it did what it could with it's what's what's the runtime on this it is it's an hour it's like an hour and like an hour 40 minutes give or take uh-huh you know and with that time frame and with what they had it was fine you know but it wasn't like it wasn't like the one-to-one -one that you know and no one should have expected a one-to-one -one. i certainly did it but mm -hmm. you know 
So, but I am, I'm very excited about it. I don't know, like, do you know much about uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Do you know anything, uh, question mark? All I know about Scott Pilgrim is uh, what I saw in the movie, because I did, I never read uh, the graphic novels, so I only have uh, familiarity with Michael Sarah and, um, God, I'm blanking on Ramona Flowers' actress's name. Hang on, I got you. I got it pulled up right here. She's going to be in the new Ahsoka um, series. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yeah. So that's my that is my experience with uh, Scott Pilgrim. So I just saw that with no basis. So I was like, this was enjoyable. You know, there was issues with it, but uh, I feel like I see critiques of it where some of it didn't age so well. But some of it didn't, and I'm I'm always willing to admit that, especially with the graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to admit that, like, yeah, there are definitely parts where I, I look at that. Even I read it, I read it nowadays. I'm still like. Yeah, not great. Right. Not so great. Right, like, oh, ooh, that, was, that was a choice. Yeah, yeah. It'd so be, it'd be like that sometimes, you know. You go back and rewatch or reread or re-listen to the old stuff, and you're like, oh man, maybe that, maybe that's not cool. I mean, you've talked about it before on the show too with Buffy. You know, mm-hmm. you're going back and looking at some of that stuff and being like, oh, that was a choice. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it's progressive, you know, like with their views on like uh, Willow and her relationships. But other times, you know, it's just, yeah, it's it was made in the '90s and the aughts, so some of it uh, is outdated now. But that's just the way she goes, you know. We keep evolving and hopefully getting better. Although I know some people are regressing. Well, yeah, some people are definitely regressing. But um, I'm we're getting off topic here. Scott Pilgrim only have experience with the movie. So I also do want to, I always point this out because a lot of people do forget it. Scott Pilgrim had like a weird all-star cast, Mm -hmm. um, like for this movie. It had Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was, who, you know, isn't like a super household name, but still, um, you know, she does extremely well and is in a lot of good stuff. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, Mm -hmm. uh, fucking Kieran Culkin, Brie Larson, Chris Evans was in that movie. Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh was in it. Anna Kendrick was in it. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of really big names mm-hmm. that people tend. I'm like, no, yeah, this this was a Jason Schwartzman for God's sake. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, that's actually so one of my one of my dreams. One of one of my lifelong dreams is to is to get to like like meet Chris Evans, whether it's like a meet and greet or you know whatever the situation tends to be. I want to meet Chris Evans, and I don't want to ask him about Captain America. I don't even want to ask him about Human Torch. I want to ask him about his portrayal of Lucas Lee in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is my life. Like, hey, man, what's it like working on that project? Right. You weren't in the movie for very long. You were there for maybe, like, ten minutes. But still, what was, the, what was it like? Right, what was that, like, three days of shooting, maybe? Tops? <laughs> oh, and you got to play um, an arrogant, egotistical acting douchebag. Which is funny, because... I don't know. Chris Evans just always seems nice. I like to believe he's nice. Right? Yeah. He seems like a, he seems kind of like a goober. <laughs> so I'm like, what what was it like to, you know, to play this arrogant ass skateboard superstar? Um <laughs> uh, uh also, I'll go ahead and mention um with Popcon looming, I have always had like a a small dream to uh to do a uh, cosplay of Todd. Uh, the third evil ex. Wait, uh, which one was he? He was the vegan because being vegan makes you better than everybody. Right, he was Brandon Ralph, right? Yep. Now the vegan police too. They were like, one of them was like Thomas Jane or something. I think. I think so. Actually, hang on. Yeah, the other one was in a few TV shows that I had seen before. Ah, man. It sucks. I'm working so much, I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss PopCon, because it's also the same weekend as uh, my buddy Alan's 40th birthday, and he's doing a whole camping trip down in Taylorsville. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It sucks, though. I was really looking forward to it. James Marsters is going to be there. I wanted to meet Spike. Huh? James Marsters is going to be there? James Marsters is going to be there. Ooh, holy shit. I didn't even know that. Yep. Lots of good people. Uh... <clears throat> Lots of good people going to be there, but I will be canoeing. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest. A lot, so like I see a lot of like the guest list for PopCon. I, I'm going all three, uh, all three days this year. Uh, it's been the first time in a while that I've actually gone to PopCon, so I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, but 
a lot of times like i look at the people and i'm like oh it's neat they're gonna be there but m most of my like time at popcon is spent looking at cool things and wishing i could buy it there are so many cool things and it's all so expensive yes it is yes right. it is and it bums me out a little bit but you know what i i i've i've i've, I've worked it down to a science I, I, I worked it down to to a, a refined art, if you will. Okay, I will. So uh, here here is my refined art. Friday. Right. Friday is your scouting day. You go there and you just you, you scope <laughs> things out. Maybe buy like one thing if it's like a quick impulse buy of like a, oh that's pretty cheap. Snag that up, you know. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you're just kind of going. You're seeing all the costumes. You're seeing all the people, and you're looking you're looking around. You're seeing you're seeing what you like. Seeing what you don't like, you know. You're thinking, okay, remember this stall. Remember that stall. They had good stuff. They've got good things. And these got and these guys have really good deals. You come back on Saturday, and that's when you know that's when you really all right. Let's get down to brass tacks. I know I want these specific things, and this is how much it will cost me. So let's go ahead, you know, we round all this up, we get all these things, these are the things, we see a set out, you you don't get sidetracked, you don't get distracted, mm. you just tunnel vision, laser in, and you get to the things that you wanted to get to. Right, you focus, you get in, you get out. Precision. Absolutely, absolutely, it, it, is, it is a precision strike, it's, it's a surgeon, you know, you, you, you just one quick cut and boom, you're in. You're doing some SEAL Team 6 shit. Absolutely, absolutely. And then Sunday, Sunday is your lazy day. Sunday is your day to stroll around. If you see something that you like, great. If not, you are not worried about it. Maybe you haggle a little bit on Sunday because oh, shopkeepers are usually a little more willing, are a little usually a little bit more willing to, you know, haggle it out just a smidge. Mm -hmm. um, but so uh, on Sunday, so Sunday is just like you're, you're taking your picks. You know, it's like mm -hmm. gotta like that. That looks all right. That doesn't look too bad because Sunday is usually leftovers. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Saturday is like. A, a big sales day. Saturday's the big day. That's when, you know, like, everybody will be there. It'll be super fucking crowded. So, yeah, th they get picked through a lot. So, yeah. Sunday, though, like you're, like you're saying, ha is the haggling day. And I, I love to fucking haggle. Uh, when, I go to <laughs> when I go to horror conventions, people are a lot more willing to ha uh, haggle at horror conventions. Like, PopCon's at the convention center, you know? It's shinier. It's tougher for people to haggle there. But, like, the horror conventions are at the hotel. They're, they're kind of... Oh, yeah kind of grimy you know every fucking booth there is like somebody somebody bought and paid for that you know like like some little weird horror ventures so you're more likely to get somebody haggling it's good stuff uh there's a horror there's a fucking horror convention this weekend and of course i'm missing it because i have to fucking work i would go sunday but, yeah i would go sunday but sunday is actually uh my girlfriend and i's sixth year anniversary hey hey look at you mm -hmm. fantastic stuff Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, big plans? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, we're going downtown. I got a reservation at Ruth's Chris. It's a fancy-ass steakhouse. Got us a, oh, yes. a fancy hotel room downtown. I think I might try to do the, the carriage thing around the fucking thing. Oh, plus uh, Indie Fringe Fest is downtown. Uh, so, so we're going to take in a show. Ooh, how nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, all 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 sounds very lovely. Sounds sounds delightful, quite frankly. Well, uh, I hope I hope that it is delightful. It's supposed to be like ninety degrees on Sunday. Oh yeah, I I heard I heard that this next week is going to be like boiling basically. And as a delivery driver, I am not super stoked on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that uh, both my jobs come with AC and that I do not have to suffer the elements because <laughs> that shit fucking sucks. Yes, it does. And so, okay, so uh, with for what I deliver in, the realm that I deliver in being florals, um, yeah. you know, uh, you can't leave them outside if it's too hot. You can't leave them outside if it's too cold. Mm -hmm. And in both instances, uh, let, me, let, me, let me break down a common occurrence that happens to me that I'm going to bitch about for a second, if, if you will allow me. Oh, please do. So... When, when it does get to be these, these extreme temperatures, you have to call on the customer, you know, tell them like, hey, I have flowers for you. Somebody bought you flowers and they're coming your way. Will you be home to get them? And sometimes they'll be like, oh, no, you know, I won't be home until this time. So you hold them and it's fine. Sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, I'll, somebody will be there. Swing on by. So you swing on by. You get out of your nice AC controlled van to sweat your balls off walking up to the door. You give it a few raps. You ring the doorbell. And then there is no answer. There's and you just nobody home. Sit in there and sweat. 
and I just and you just have to stand there and suffer and keep up that bullshit grin because if they do answer the door and you're cursing yourself out silently, it's gonna look bad. So you give them the big old smile. Like, you know, Not to mention everybody's got the ring doorbells now and they're watching you. <laughs> <clears throat> you see me sweating. Please answer the door. Mm-hmm. I am uh, melting. Your flowers are melting. The planet is on fire. Hawaii is burning. But then you can't leave them. You can't fucking leave them at the door like I want to. So I got to jog them back to the van, sit there for a sec, try to cool off, call these fucking people on my phone, be like, hey, I have your flowers. Where are you? You said you'd be home. You lied. <laughs> You're a liar. God damn. You're a liar. You're a liar. So yeah, that is that is, that is uh, one of the one of the gripes that I can share about uh, about my job is situations like that, um, and both in extreme heat and extreme cold. Um, neither is fun. Yeah, no. I used to deliver pizzas. It uh, delivery is a is a shitty job, you know, because you have to depend on the elements, and the elements are usually against me. It's Indiana, so yes, the elements are typically against you. Right. There there is some nice times, you know, like fall's nice. Oh yeah, I'm sure. This past week's actually not been too bad. It's been rainy, but you know, it's just been all right. It's a small hint of fall. It's like, oh, it, it's it's just around the corner, y'all. Just around the river bend. <laughs> I saw something somewhere, and I wanted to bring this up because of our last topic of conversation. Is you really know you're getting old when the weather really is an interesting topic of conversation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, that reminds me that I I think I might have mentioned this at some point, but like I had a sales job and, uh, you know, part of the job was talking to customers and, you know, connecting with them and building a rapport, blah, 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 because it was door to door sales. And uh, like one of the rules, one of the first rules they taught was never talk about the weather because talking about the weather means you have nothing else to talk about because it's the one thing that we all have in common, you know, <laughs> and I was like, uh... so like anytime, like. I'm trying to start a conversation with somebody. I'm like, anything but the fucking weather. Anything but the fucking weather. But eventually, uh, at some point, it's like, been raining, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely raining. Um, uh, yes, um, water has been falling from the sky. You know, um, it's cooling things down a little bit, so, you know, that's nice. But uh, the humidity's been uh, been kind of bad. So, yes, um, you know. yes, the air has been soup. <laughs> Yeah, it's well because it's fun. It's funny you say that because in in com studies, um, as you know, that that being what I majored in, mm-hmm. um, uh, it was sort of like a an idea behind uh, like like starting conversations and keeping conversations going, is that in terms of just like how to keep a conversation going, is that there really are no you know quote unquote bad topics. You know, right. there might be topics you don't want to talk about, but everyone has something to say about something mm-hmm. and so you know keeping a conversation going you know is just like bring up a topic you know because if you start talking about the weather typically you can at least get something from within that that you can you know branch off and as we often do in this podcast tangent about tangent as fuck <laughs> so you know it, it just becomes a game of like figuring out what you can and can't tangent from so you know talking about the weather is like yeah you might not have a lot else to talk about but if you start talking about the weather, you can probably get to something else at some point. Right. Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, that, that depends on how good of a conversationalist you are. Right. And, uh, then, and then we had dead air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perfect. Phenomenal. Uh, uh, comedic timing, if there ever was some. Fucking absolutely. Oh, hey, speaking of stuff we talked about uh, last episode... Uh, we had talked about, of course, films that have ma- have gotten the X, you know. Uh, there was, of course, Saw X, which is coming out. But before that, we had discussed that there was The Fast and the Jason that had also gotten X. Yes, and yes. I have found some other movies that have the X. Really? I'd be keen to hear these. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, first up on the list, there was The Land Before Time X. Oh my god, I forgot about how many Land Before Time movies there were. Holy shit. Right? I, I, I honestly am not sure if they're still making those. Because like, every time I think they've stopped, I'm like, is is that one new? Is there... 
Is there a fucking new Land Before Time movie? Aren't they dead yet? It's, it, eventually, it's just going to become like it's not. It's not only the Land Before Time. It's just the land because we right. are in time now. Right, it's the, it's the land of time. <laughs> the land of time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! All right, hang on. No, I, I I have to look this up. All right, here we go. No, um, I have the list. How many um, are there? There are 14 Land Before Time movies. <laughs> 14. That's that's 14. Few, that's fewer than I was expecting. I was going to honestly say it was in the 20s. Oh, uh, we had the last one came out in 2016. <laughs> that was only 7 years ago. When yeah, did, I know. When did the first one come out? The first one, the only one worth a worth a ding damn because it was the only one directed by Don Bluth, 1988. Ah, Jesus. So, 28 years later, they released part 14. It is, so, it is strange, because the first one came out in 1988. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one didn't come out until 1994. They waited six years to drop that second one. And then they just couldn't stop putting them out, apparently. Um, oh my fucking god. Okay, hang on. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight... For eight straight years, Holy they shit. produced a, a, a Land Before Time movie. From 1994 to 2003, they produced a, they, they put out a Land Before Time movie. Fan-fucking-tastic. And, and here's the best thing. They only missed that mark by, like, like a year. Maybe even less, because the last... So one came out December 2nd, 2003... The next one came out January 11th, 2005. Mm-hmm. So we are talking like it, days, basically. All right. They were closed. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, those land before time fucking movies. Oh, God. All right. You said you had more. Please, please share. What else? What else made the, the coveted X spot? Yeah, I have one more. <clears throat> Okay. Another movie with the X is American History X. American History? I don't even think I know that. You don't know American History X? No, I don't even think I know American History, like, at all. Hang on. Well, look up American History X. American History? Oh, it's just called American History X. Wait, what the shit? Ed Norton? You, you, Ethan Supley? You've never heard of this movie? It's about... I've never... It's about skinheads. What? Yeah, Edward Norton, Ethan Suppley, fucking dude from Terminator 2, skinheads. A lot of them. <laughs> Holy shit, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this movie before. You've never heard of it? No. Ah, it's a, it's really good. It's it's a drama, you know, it'll, it'll get to you. You know, a lot of fucked sure. A lot of fucked up shit happens. Damn. See, I was expecting you to, like... That was, that was a whole joke because it's, you know, this is just the movie. You know, it's, it's American History X or whatever. Ah, damn. So that joke didn't even land because you didn't even get the fucking reference. Okay, then. So uh, that's my movie no. recommendation, I guess, is uh, American History X. Oh, god damn. Yeah, no, it's, I, 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 I've never heard of this before. Yeah, yeah, no. It's... Well, hang on. Okay, 1998, you know. Yeah, um, uh, it, it, it's fucking old. Okay, so, but yeah. So a lot of, like. Oh, God, it's so racist. But, like, you know, of course, the underlying message is, you know, racism bad, but. Sure. <laughs> but, oof. They're, they're, like I said, there's a lot of, like, rough stuff in there. But it was it was a good fucking film from what I fucking remember. It's been, it's been a few years since I watched it. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, I I mean it's one of the, it's one of those things where like you know it tackles a difficult topic, but you know mm-hmm. okay. these things do like you know need to be tackled from time to time, you know. Oh, uh, let's play the game. Oh, the game. Mm-hmm. The Rotten Tomato score. Rotten Tomato score. Oh, American History X. All right, I have it up now. What do you think it is? Eighty-five. God, you are on fire today. One off. Eighty-four. Woo! Damn, I am fucking killing it. God damn. <laughs> it's, see, it's a real fucking good movie. 
Oh, high high praise for it, frankly. Apparent from from Rotten Tomatoes, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, those are the movies that have X that I could find. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'd, and I and I and I know that like you know I'm sure I'm sure there's some obscure ass you know franchise out there that's you know produced film over film, but you know I I I don't know it and I. There, no, uh, I don't really care. Puppet Master definitely has more than ten entries, like for sure. But I don't think it has an X in it. But yeah, there are movies that have like ten entries, but like their tenth one's not called X. <laughs> oh man, oh good old X. You will, you you will forever hold a special place in uh, in, in in film history as. As franchises that just probably went on for a bit too long there, champ. Right, the franchises that just, just couldn't stop. Just We're just like, but what if we kept going? Like, just just on and on and on. <laughs> Which is hilarious because, like, that's just becoming all the franchises now. Like, once a, a movie makes money, then all the studio thinks to themselves is like, well, we should just make a bunch of these then because that's guaranteed money. I mean, look, there were ten Saw movies and ten Fast and Fucking Furious movies. I mean, how many how many Walking Dead shows are there? Oh my god! Okay, so I I don't even know because like you know the original Walking Dead, sure, whatever, and then it was like Fear the Walking Dead, and then we're gonna do you know uh, a talk show, the Talking Dead, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're gonna do a talk show for Fear the Walking Dead, and I like wait, what? Why do we need separate shows for that? Yeah, and then there was, like, I think there's, like, four shows now. Like, Daryl Dixon's got a show, City of the Dead. I think Fear the Walking Dead's still on. I think there's another one called... Is Fear the Walking Dead still running? Maybe. I don't know. I know The Walking Dead just came to a close. So, like, recently, but (laughs) I I think it it might still be going. But that's the thing. There's just so many of them now. Well, hang on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, originally released August twenty uh, third, twenty fifteen, and it is still going to present. <laughs> so we're not done, apparently. And I, I, I don't know, like, because like, goddamn, how many Marvel movies are there at this point? You know? Oh, uh, gotta be in the twenties or thirties, right? It's gotta be up there at this point. I just and that's that's one of those ones where I'm like I'm not even gonna Google that because I don't I don't want to be sad right now I don't I want to think about the state things have gotten to with with Marvel, <laughs> you know and then then Disney and you know the writer strike and you know the 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 like the an like the CG artists and the animators that have to go into making these things like I don't I don't want to bum well, myself out right now I think that's the, late. I'm already bummed. Well, the the Marvel uh, VFX people just voted to unionize. Hooray! Hell yeah. Uh, the writer strike and the actor strike still going on. Um, I know they met with the producers recently, but of course nothing fucking came of it. Well, sure. Oh my god, yeah. So I'm gonna hit you with uh, with this one. So the reason that um, like you know, a lot of you know VFX artists and like you know CG artists and stuff like that um are like have been used um like and churned and burned to the extent that they have been is because and the reason that like practical effects and like you know stage stuff like that has sort of like started to go to the wayside is because the people who do like practical effects and you know like stage makeup and you know like again costume design and shit like that they are unionized which means you can't exploit the shit out of them but for the longest time cg and vfx artists again up until recently were not unionized so the idea for like practical effects and like costume design and it's just started to go out of the, out the window because we can't exploit them anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that is my um, you know uh, like everyone out because I do I because I, I I love practical effects you know costume design and shit like that anything right. like Guillermo del Toro I'm like dude I'm fucking in for it. Right ah see I I keep did you watch his like show the the curiosities thing? No, I don't think I did. It was pretty cool. It was interesting. Some of it, some of it was weird as shit, but uh, there was some good stuff in there. Some, well, uh, sure. Yeah, some curiosity cabinet or something. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was a decent show. Well, uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm oh. a big fan of a lot of his weird shit in general. So yeah, it's too yeah, it is too bad that you know like practical effects just are too fucking expensive these days. Like I saw um, 
was it? it was a it was a dark crystal tv show that was you know made with you know puppets and all that and it was fucking amazing it was a great fucking show you know the skexies and all that but of course it's not profitable to like make all that shit it's too fucking expensive so it got canceled after one season uh man fucking you know because uh one because one of my favorite movies not like a perfect movie but still one of my like all-time favorite like childhood nostalgia movies is to this day labyrinth with david bowie <clears throat> hell yeah um fucking love that movie and what what part of what makes that movie great are the puppets the jim henson puppetry mm-hmm. like it it just adds so much the characters move so interestingly they move like they have dynamic movement you know it looks really good i love seeing shit like that and i was thinking about it, like man if that looked, if you had done that with cg i just like something would have been lost for me right it, it cg the, the eyes are, are wrong you know that, that yeah but yeah with puppets you know with the, with with the physicalness of it like it exists in the real world yeah now there, there, there's something that just doesn't translate as well i feel like one day um it, it will but like yeah uh, yeah no we should definitely practical effects are just better i, I, I don't know <laughs> I, I, well i think <laughs> again maybe this is just too a, a, an, a an older an older gentleman and a slightly younger individual but still you know old enough to remember the good old day, the good old days of, of my day sort of thing um uh fucking you know of of remembering those of those sorts of things dude do you remember like uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie with the practical effects with the jim henson puppetry yeah fuck dude that kicked ass hell yeah dude that shit was dope God, it looks so great, man. I love that shit. The two and three kind of started to slide on me. Oh, shit, yeah, they did. Like, two did still have, like, some good stuff to it. You know, it, it's hard It's hard to beat, you know, Toka and Razor and the Ninja Raph and the Super Shredder. <laughs> Fucking Super Shredder, goddammit. Hey, to bring Super Shredder back to our original uh, conversation at the beginning, that was actually a pro wrestler, uh, Kevin Nash. Was it really? No yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. He was also, uh, you might remember him, from the Thomas Jane Punisher movie as the Russian. The the big dude who didn't speak, who just like came in and beat the shit out of the Punisher. Oh yeah, no no no, I do remember him now. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, he had lines in that fucking movie, but they were cut. Because apparently the director was like, you kind of suck. <laughs> oh man, that's... But, yeah, so, but yeah, the practical effects on the, on the first Turtles movie is just, yeah been a while since i watched it but i'm pretty sure like yeah a lot of that shit still fucking holds up they used to they used to fucking work hard and do good stuff and people still do man like i've watched like some special effects like talent shows and people still are out there and have fucking talent it's just only getting used for like haunted houses and shit yeah yeah and it's it's a real shame um honestly it is or like some some weird horror movie because i think i think honestly honestly god i think quality shit like that can honestly hold up to like good animation mm. like I, will, I won't say it's as good because you know animation still animation will always be my favorite medium mm. you know, personal bias i understand not everyone's on that boat that's me though but good practical effects i'm still like dude fuck yeah this still looks good and it still holds up that's the big thing about it for me you know mm. like i can look at a good animated movie from like you know years ago and i'm like yeah the animation doesn't look the same as animation looks now but it still looks good this is still a good looking movie and visually it's very pleasing and you do the same thing with practical effects where i'm like yeah you know compared to today's standards <clears throat> and you know what we have you know sure it's not the same but this still does look good for what it is right yeah yeah so, so some of the some of the effects from from back in the day yeah have a still still hold up like like, yeah. like like you're saying yeah like like labyrinth or even the dark crystal those jim henson fucking puppets man and like you know like the 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 creatures from gremlins the fucking effects from uh jurassic park still fucking hold up you ever oh, seen dude, jurassic park still looked great you ever seen tremors of course i've seen tremors with kevin bacon yeah with kevin bacon oh, yeah. those fucking worms still look fucking dope today they still look great. The the movement the movements you can tell are a little more mechanical these days. Like oh yeah, it is just kind of swaying back and forth. The worms still look good though. The movement on those is good. But yeah, and just just the look of the fucking uh, I mean the mouth worms, the the snakes, the one the yeah. tongues or whatever. But yeah, the giant worms. Yeah, those 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 effects still fucking hold up. And that was like a cheesy B movie. With oh my god, here's a here's a fun thing. 
how many sequels do you think there are to Tremors? Oh fuck! No, I know there are like an unnecessary number. I want to say I, I know I know how many sequels there are. Off, you know how many there are. All right, hang on. I want to say I'm going to say there are four total. So I'll say three sequels. I think they got up to four. There are seven Tremors movies. There are s- what? No, no. Seven. You're fucking with me. I am not. There are seven fucking <laughs> Tremors <laughs> movies. <laughs> What the fuck? And they all contain Burt Gummer, the the gun nut from the first one. Uh, are you serious? I am. I am serious. That, that was the character they carried over to each Tremors movie? Well, in the second one, um the not Kevin Bacon of the of the main half was also in it. Really? Yeah. You don't really see him in a lot, so I guess it makes sense that he was like, yeah, I'll do this direct-to-video sequel of, like, basically my most famous movie. Oh, my God, man. I can't... There are seven! Yeah. Why are there seven? They kept changing the tremors. They kept saying that, oh, yeah, these things keep evolving or whatever, so they changed them. Oh, my God. Jamie Kennedy showed up for, like, two movies. The fourth one... What? The fourth one's a prequel from the Old West. they go to i think they go to africa in the sixth one oh my god and i think in this no i think they go to africa in the fifth one and then the sixth one i think they go to the arctic it's like the the south pole or something oh my god i'm not making any of this up oh my god and then oh my god in the this in the the last one i think some some real fancy trophy hunter has captured some so that people can hunt them, so that rich people can hunt them on his private island. And then things get out of control. I feel like I feel like like the, the even the creators of the seventh one kind of sat there like halfway through production, like, guys, what are you fucking doing? What are we what are, what, are, what are we doing here? Like they had like they like like they had like a like an epiphany kind of moment, just like. Jesus Christ, we've made a fucking seventh Tremors movie. We're going to finish making it. We've sunk a lot of money to this thing, but get, Jesus, guys, we we got to stop. Oh, man. Do you want to pull up those fucking scores? All right. I will name me three, and I will pull up the, and I will pull up those three for their Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, we'll do, um, we'll do the first one. We'll do the first one. Absolutely. <clears throat> we'll do part four. That's the prequel. All right, hang on. Uh, so we got Tremors. We've got Tremors Four. Yeah, that should be Back to Perfection. Maybe I don't know. I don't uh, know. The Legend Begins. The Legend Begins. Yeah, maybe Three is Back to Perfection. Oh, and also, then... oh, hey, here's another fun fact. Before we do this, there was a Tremors TV yes. show. <laughs> of course, there was a fucking TV show. God the, damn the, it! The third movie is a lead-in to the TV show. What? Yep. That is absolutely fucking true. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, here we go. So I have Tremors 1, 4, and did you want to do 7 for our final one? Yeah, let's do 7. Shrieker well, Island. Tre- yeah, Tremors, Shrieker Island. That came out in 2020. Yeah, I watched it in 2020. 2020 was a weird year, though. Yeah, it was a really weird year. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, all the tre- what the fuck, guys? Yeah, yeah, they were still making Tremors movies three years ago. Oh my god, we're, we'll we'll wait for uh, Tremors Eight: The Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> uh, yep. All right, here we go. All right, um, let's let's hit it. Tremors One. What do you think? What do you got? Sixty-two percent. You are low, actually. Oh, it yeah? is. 88%. Fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I undersold you, Tremors. Way to, way to fucking go. Hell yeah. I was figuring like, oh, people probably won't really like this fucking cheesy ass fucking monster movie, but hell fucking yeah. It's hard to dislike Tremors with its Kevin Bacon and Reba McIntyre and fucking uh, worms that eat you. Holy shit. I forgot Reba McIntyre was in that. Mm-hmm. She's, one of the, she's one of the gun nuts. She's one of the gun nuts, Reba. Why are you here? Yep. All right. So, All right, of course, so of course, in the second one, they talk about how his wife left him. 
Well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, so Tremors 4, The Legend Begins, I'm going to give you a fair warning. This one takes a steep, and I do mean steep, nosedive. 11%. Not quite that steep. It was 33. Oh, damn. That's generous. That's generous. I, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was that good. All right. One more. And then here we I, go. I've been, Tremor Seven. I've been underselling them, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a little higher on this one. Twenty one percent. You're not gonna believe me when I tell you this. What? Tremors, Freaker Island sits at forty four percent. Fantastic. Tremors 4, it, Tremors 4 is lower than Tremors 7. <laughs> that makes sense. That's that that's actually fair. Fucking Tremors 4 is the least of them. <laughs> oh man. Holy shit. Man, it just blew fucking annihilation out of the water, didn't it? Kick karate kid part three's ass. Tremors 7, you mad lad! <laughs> that is fan fucking tastic, my dude. Oh god, dear God in heaven. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh well, on that note, uh it's getting close to the hour mark, so we should probably wrap this up. Sounds good. Alright. Well, uh do you have any shade you want to throw before I get to my disses? Um no shade. However, I do have a little bit of, once again, I have my positive to throw in. Um, and my positive uh, today, give me a second. Sorry, I got to pull it up. Do, 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 do. There we go. All right. Um, I want everyone to go out and listen to the song Kiss Me, Son of God by the band They Might Be Giants. Um, I am a big fan of They Might Be Giants. I think they are hilarious. This song is fucking brilliant. Um, and something to keep in mind, when you listen to this song, this song came out in 1988. Something, that, something, something to think about. Think about 1988 while listening to it, and I think you will really get a good kick out of it. Shit, man, you weren't even alive then. I was, I was just barely alive. I was five. <laughs> it's still a great song, and I still love They Might Be Giants. So give it a, give it a listen, folks. Hell yeah, give it a listen. All right, so here we go with this is. I have the article. Hold up. Uh, for Nancy Reagan, uh, according to her autobiography from 1992, uh, Nancy's daughter, Patty Davis, uh, said that her mother was physically abusive and would slap her across the face. So. Well, you are a piece of shit, Nancy Reagan, so I'm really not shocked, but damn, there's another, chalk it up to another mark of go fuck yourself, Nancy Reagan. Mm-hmm. You are garbage, Nancy Reagan. All right, and as far as uh, Elon disses, <laughs> he, um, he put out a tweet recently on uh, Twitter X that um, they were going to do away with, with blocking except for private messages. You would be able to block private messages, but you'd never, no longer be able to block users from, like, your feed or being able to, like, see their replies or whatever. And a couple notes on this. Uh, somebody first pointed out that he can't do this. Like, uh, apps like his, part of their user agreement with the App Store and Google Play is that they have a function to block people who are abusive. So if he wants to be able to still be downloaded, he can't do that. Uh, secondly, my favorite theory about this that I am 100% behind is that, uh, somebody showed him how many people had him blocked and were like, oh yeah, no, they can't see you. And he's like, well, fuck that people need to see me. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna do away with them being able to do that because he, he is a petty small man. So yeah, he, the, the transition to X continues to go well. He really, he really feels like he's the kind of rich douchebag who constantly says, "Don't you know who I am?" Like Wait. that's that's exactly what kind of person he is. Oh yeah, when I I've like listened to um, like some interviews, you know, where like or some Q and As, you know, where people are trying to talk to him, and you know he's 
trying to say something to him and they're like you know i get what you're saying there but this is the question i'm asking and he keeps like repeating they're like that's not what i'm talking about he's like well you just don't understand and he's like they're like well no i don't think you understand so yeah i think he's just like too full of himself yeah he's trash fuck him <laughs> fuck him mm-hmm. oh uh, uh, yeah. so yeah and i gave the movie recommendation of american history x absolutely absolutely so um well uh, you, you all have homework now you have things to watch and listen to yep so i think that's as good as by any. i think uh, i think we did a good job yeah good job evan good job audience I, good job I me like pat ourselves in the back absolutely yes yeah. yes yes yeah, great job all around yes good business everybody yes all right so uh until next time keep bringing the chaos and support the unions absolutely what a great way to end that thing off on big gay crimes <laughs>